right now we have an awesome band from Denver that are going to play a six song set for us in the Radio 1190 studios and they will be in the DJ booth for an interview after that but right now this is the Milk Blossoms live on the local shakedown Summer, oh, brings out the fire. 
choices ain't what they could be Nothing like the ones in my body Whore houses ain't loud enough For neighbors and scarecrows to call my bluff And curious to kill the cat that caught the pinfall And yes, my ego crawls into bed And yes, my skin is loosed up a barricade This complantation sits in in trunks I drive in alone Nothing but disguises and a phone book and horror ain't to call my bluff I must believe in voices why else would I be walking back I must believe in voices why else would I be walking back I must I
You are listening to Radio 1190, KVCU Boulder. My name is James, and I'm joined here with the Milk Blossoms. How's it going, guys? Yeah. Awesome. I'm really glad to have you guys here. Uh, you guys just played a set, for those of you who may not know, who just tuned in, just got in their cars <laughs> or something like that. And it was a fantastic set. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. It was super rad. Uh, really, really powerful stuff, which is really neat, coming from just a three-piece. I'm joined here with Harmony, Michelle, and Brent from The Milk Blossoms. And if you couldn't tell, if you were just tuning in on the AM airwaves, there was no drummer and there was no drum machine in the room. It was just beatboxing from <laughs> Michelle, which is really neat. Um, 
And it's a it's what I love about you guys is that it's such a neat combination, a unique combination of instruments and styles that kind of come through. Um, Harmony was playing ukulele, and then Brent was playing keys, which was really really a neat combination with the with the beatboxing. And it has a neat kind of uh, soulful and a really powerful kind of hip hop influenced, at least in my mind, um, sound to it. And I just have to ask, was this kind of an intentional thing that you're like, oh, we're gonna have an uh, an unconventional like mix? of instruments or is that just kind of organic it happened organically Good. yeah definitely yeah accidentally almost yeah <laughs> <laughs> was that just kind of like through like oh i know how to play ukulele and oh i beatbox and stuff like that uh, honestly it was like i knew that i wanted to play music and so i had to get an instrument to do that and right. i didn't know piano i didn't know guitar so i had um when i when the, when i was when i got the ukulele it just it opened up a sort of world for me to be able to write. And then um, Michelle's got a great story about her beatboxing coming into her life. And um, we had Brent for a long time on different instruments. He mm -hmm. was playing guitar, he was playing drums, he played Nick. the saw at times. Yeah. And I oh, think neat. that we just found this um, instrumentation and it works. Awesome, and it totally does work. That's really neat. And uh, you guys have been uh, a band for about four years now. Mm -hmm. And uh, did this kind of, uh, was it just this lineup initially, or was it a different kind of crew of members starting yeah. off? Yeah, um, originally it was just Harmy and I, mm -hmm. and um, we were pretty um, pretty bare bones, yeah, because we are primarily vocalists, and so we were kind of just banging around on, on chair legs for a long time <laughs> and playing house shows. and. Um, but it was, we used to go under a name called uh, Architect. Mm -hmm. And um, so then, yeah, but then we met Brent and he really like, he really fit everything together. And so we've been, the three of us, yeah, for four years. And I think Harmony and I, I mean, we've known each other forever, um, but as together as singing, probably the last five years, five or six years, yeah. Oh, neat. That's really cool. And um, uh, what's, what's really neat is that I, uh, both of you guys are not originally from the Denver area, but you're from Colorado, um, formal, and you're actually from where I'm from, which yeah. is a little town yeah. called Durango. I just can't, <laughs> I can't not bring it up. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a cute little town. I have it to is. say, it's getting cuter every year. I think so. For yeah, better, we for worse, there. you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It it just changes every time it I come does. back. It does. Yeah. Yeah. We always walk down the street and like, what is that store? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you get like angry, but I'm not. I'm not angry. Yeah. <laughs> That's really neat. Yeah. And did you guys uh, just kind of meet th in Durango through like a mutual uh, love of music or just being musicians? Uh, sort of. Yeah. We met um, in middle school at Escalante Middle School, neat. and we um, <laughs> had choir together. Oh, okay. Um, and I think. This was before we were friends, but I think uh, we split <laughs> we split a solo in choir uh -huh. for Let It Be, for the Beatles, <laughs> Let It Be. So I took the first half and Harmony took the second half, and it's <laughs> funny because it's kind of like what happens now. <laughs> that was our first show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Dates all yeah. the way back to middle school. Yeah. I love it. That's just so perfect. I love it. Um, and what's really cool about you guys is that, um, I think I said this before, but there's kind of a hip-hop and kind of a soul-type influence. And I think you even uh, noted on your newest album is that uh, there's like a gospel-type tinge, which I totally I totally dig. And so what are kind of the main stylistic influences for the Milk Blossoms? Hmm, that's a good question. We never know the exact answers, mm -hmm. but we'll, we'll guesstimate. Go for it. Um, I think for me personally, um, 
it's a lot of old old singers Nina Simone mm. Ella Fitzgerald and Billie Holiday um, as far as newer influences it's like I'm starting to I think we're all sort of starting to just like come out as, as pop fans you know mm-hmm. <laughs> Beyonce is always killing it of course um, and uh, I think that our individual um, sort of influences I think make up the more sort of general influence of the Milk Blossoms. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that like Denver bands in general kind of act as like one entity and mm. it's sort of like they influence us in a way, you know, like sure. whatever's happening in Denver, whatever's happening, you know, in the surrounding areas, it's sort of like they act as like one big band, you know? <laughs> Most me. definitely. Yeah. yeah, kind of like a cohesive unit or just like a community in yeah. general. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a really neat uh, community that's happening in Denver as it always has been happening in Denver, especially with kind of DIY spaces that you guys have definitely played at before, like Rhinoceropolis and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And that's a community that definitely instills a lot of creative energy into people. Were you guys influenced at all by these certain kind of communities or just kind of the art scene in general in Colorado or in Denver? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Before, mm-hmm. I, when I still lived in Durango, I came up to Denver and one of the first places I went to was the was the Rhino for some show, some <laughs> random show. Yeah. I was so young, I was 16. Um, um, and I was like, what is going on here? You know, and I got to go <laughs> yeah. to a, some sort of show at a high dive. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I heard a lot of music from Denver before I got here. And I right. was very inspired by what, what was happening. It was very lo-fi and it was very, um, uh, it was what I was into at the time. Mm-hmm. That n- Nobody really was playing much music in Durango that yeah. I could see visibly, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, and it's just a, a totally different scene up here, and it's yeah. it's really kind of inspiring to have so many kind of musicians and artists um, kind of just pumping out material right and left. Yeah. And uh, you guys have a new album out right now, uh, and it's and it's quite new. It's it's only been uh, not only it's been couple about a, a couple months. Yeah, yeah, released really back in 2015. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it's a uh, way it's, back when. <laughs> yeah, and it's an album called Worrier. And uh, what were kind of the recording processes or maybe some of the um, things that went into uh, producing this album? Because this album is self-produced. It is, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I think because this was our first album recording as a group, we might have all recorded other things separately, but I think a lot of it was just a learning process. Mm-hmm. And um, so we spent a long time, a year at least, just trying different things. We would record a song you know three or four different months and figure out what worked and by the end of it um i think it all really gelled together pretty well and we found out how to express within um within the recording medium nice we did it at our house and we did it at our friend ben's house Mm -hmm. yeah that's really neat and uh, definitely when you record it by yourself that's another kind of creative outlet that kind of shapes the way that the that the album sounds and um did that kind of have like a maybe a stylistic influence on the way that uh these songs turned out on the new album yeah i definitely think so i think i think um our live sets and this sort of album sort of live separately mm-hmm. um i think the album is a little more intimate and it's a little more like uh being in a bedroom you know and right. i think um a lot of a lot of conversations a lot of ideas and a lot of things happened in a bedroom mm-hmm. you know um 
and in a, in living rooms and in things like that. And yeah. so I think just architecturally, like being in smaller spaces, really like affects you. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because recording, you can do you can do anything. You know, you Most can definitely. you can like be anywhere. You can put in any space you want. And I think that it did influence us and and inspire us to kind of be a little smaller you know yeah most definitely because uh the kind of instrumentation that you guys use i feel like um has uh, a certain kind of homey atmosphere to it a little kind of like homemade homespun kind of diy tinge to it and i and i bet that uh recording it in your house definitely gives this kind of feel uh because a a room that you record something in definitely influences a way Mm -hmm. that it sounds just kind of your environment Mm -hmm. or where you are which is really neat you guys also have some live shows that are coming up which is really exciting and one of which is a uke fest which is a ukulele based music festival Mm -hmm. it's actually the first time i've ever heard of something like that yeah you want to tell me a little bit about it yeah um i think i had heard about it before but i i just imagined i don't really know much i imagine that people take ukulele classes by led by someone and they sit there like darlings with their ukes and (laughs) maybe they learn or maybe they come pre-knowing i don't know i know that um aaron loki johnston from open air cpr is a part of it Mm -hmm. and um yeah um we're really excited because uh julia nunes is gonna play (laughs) yeah i've really i've loved her music for a long time Mm -hmm. like about eight years or so Neat. Yeah. And so is this going to be just uh, performing or is it going to be kind of workshops or something there, like that? Yeah, there will be workshops offered. Um, so all levels of ukulele, um, all all ages. Um, it's going to be a festival throughout the weekend. And we'll be performing Friday night mm-hmm. um, on May 13th Okay, but uh, with some of the other performers. But it's going to be happening all weekend. Neat. And where is this located? Uh, it's going to be at Swallow Hill. Neat. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And you guys have a couple other live shows that are coming up, isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah, where are those? Um, I think the one after the Uke Fest is June 20th at Rhino. Nice. With the Washboard Abs. Mm-hmm. And um, Miriam, her old band was Rush Limbaugh, but I think that she has a new name now. Oh, sure. Possibly. Yeah. Um, and then the one after that is um, the Westward Music Showcase we'll be playing. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not sure where yet, but we'll be doing that June 25th. Awesome. Yeah. That's going to be really fun because you guys are definitely um, kind of making a name for yourself. You just recently opened up for Coco Rosie. Yeah. Isn't that right? That must have been really awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. It was so crazy. <laughs> yeah. We lost our minds. Yeah, we I lost bet. our minds. That band is so fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Live. They're yeah. incredible all the time. Oh, I bet. And yeah. stylistically, I think that's a really good fit for you guys, Coco Rosie and the Milk Blossoms. Yeah. It was something I had, I think I had said at some point. I said, I want to open for Coco Rosie. I just said it. And, yeah. and then it came to Oh, I I love it. I love it. Well, that's really neat. Definitely, if you're listening out there, go check out a live show from The Milk Blossoms and check out the new album, Warrior. It's on themilkblossoms.bandcamp.com. It's only $5, so support some local music. And uh, we're going to be hearing a track called Greyhound. Is there anything else you guys like to say before we say goodbye? No, just thank you so much. Thank you so awesome. much for having us. No problem. Thank you guys so much for playing a set for us and having a little chit-chat with us. And this track is called Greyhound off of the album Warrior. This is the Milk Blossoms live right here on the local shakedown.